Hi guys, Phil DeBella here, Flashcast by PDB. Uh, today I want to talk about employing people. And I'm going to look at it from two perspectives. I'm going to look at it from the perspective of the employer, but also the employee. So hopefully um, both sets get some um, great tips out of the, the, the rest. I mean, in my lifetime, I've been involved in thousands and thousands of people from nine years working in another organization where they used to do 130 uh, group certificates a year um, to then, of course, running my own businesses and companies, which now still have over 400 people employed across the globe in different businesses that I'm part of. Um, so I, I always get asked about how do I choose my people? And in the true spirit of keeping things simple, as I always do, um, I always find that's the best way for things to resonate is to me, I always hire on attitude, never skill. Now, of course, every job role comes with a certain level of skill that's required, especially technical jobs. If you're in the in the medical fraternity, you don't want to be hiring people that don't know how to operate. Um, but in a lot of places, it doesn't matter whether you're the, and this advice is whether you're the employer or the employee. Um, both of you should be getting a lot out of this. Um, step one, it's always about attitude. It's, it's, I can come across the people with the best skills in the world, but if they have the worst attitude, attitude always affects the skills. So what I've always looked at in my lifetime so far is that it's all about getting people with the right attitude. And of course, you need to know what that attitude means for the business that you're either hiring for or for the work that you're applying for. So of course, you know, applying for a job at a funeral parlor, parlor is gonna need a different type of personality to someone that's hiring for an event organizer, um, you know, using two totally different spectrums. You need to make sure that you clearly understand uh, the attitude you're looking for or the attitude that's required if you're applying for a job. The next thing is resumes. A bit like Richard Branson likes cutting off people's ties, I like ripping up resumes because being a, a marketing expert, and that's my area of expertise, strategy, marketing, and branding, I've never seen a resume that tells the truth. And what I mean by that is everybody's um, conscientious, trustworthy, smart, intelligent, um, will turn up to the work, dedicated, loyal, until something goes wrong, or until they've got the job. So marketing on a piece of paper, and especially with the templates available these days, um, everyone can write a fancy resume. So I don't like, what people say, I watch what people do. To me, uh, which is the basis of integrity, is does this person deliver more than what they're saying? So when I'm interviewing people, things I ask are, where do you wanna be in 12 months and where do you wanna be in three years? And it's amazing how many people can't tell me what their plan is for 12 months or three years. And sorry, but if you don't have a plan for yourself in 12 months or three years, how are you gonna help me achieve my plan? The next thing I ask people is, tell me the one thing that I'm gonna hate about you. And it's funny how many people this stumps, right? Being asked, what is the one thing that I'm gonna hate about you? Because you know what? If you're honest and you tell me the one thing I hate about you and it's not that bad, then you're gonna work beautifully in my organization. But if it's something that doesn't align with my values, then we're gonna have problems. Three, segueing to values. What we clash with in life or with people or with um, systems or beliefs will always come down to our values system. It's all about what your personal values are about. So for me, it's important to understand what people's values are um, when I'm hiring. And as an employee, it's important that you understand what your values are uh, when you're applying for a job because values will make you or break you, whether you're the employee or the employer. Right? If you're just taking the job for money's sake, well, you're not gonna be there long or nor are you gonna succeed very long. Values to me are the foundation of what makes things work or not work. 
So three, and very importantly, it's all about values. Now I'll share something that Harvard did many years ago. Um, ironically, um, you know, a lot of people want to go and spend a lot of money researching and their, their workplace and searching their employees, and then they just forget to have a conversation with them. People do 360 degree surveys and 180 degree surveys. How about just having a conversation with people? And there's two things that I want to reference. One is Harvard, where they said the number one thing that people want in workplace is job security. Everybody wants to work in an organization where they feel secure that they're going to have a job tomorrow. The number two thing is they want workplace flexibility. They want to be able to work in an environment and a workplace that allows the appropriate amount of flexibility for their industry. And three, they want appreciation. And it's not money. Money rated second in the appreciation field. First was they wanted notoriety. They wanted to feel respected for the work and contribution that they made. So I say to people, don't complicate things. Whether you're an employer or an employee, you need to understand this. The number one thing that people want in a workplace is job security. Number two is workplace flexibility. And number three is appreciation, which is broken down into two. Notoriety and value of pay. People want to be valued when it comes to the amount of money they get paid. It's not about whether it's high or less because you can have a lifestyle on either and people get used to the money they're getting paid. It's whether they feel valued for what they're being paid for the amount of work and, and um, success that they're contributing to the organization. The other reference is Steve London's Fish. And it's something that I used to use a lot of. It's a, it's a fantastic book. I believe it's still the number one customer service book in the world. But I turned it around and looked at it at creating great employees. And we called it the Debella Fish philosophy. And it was all about making sure that when people turned up to work, they chose their attitude. So step one was that they brought the right attitude to work. No matter what was going on in their life, that they brought the right attitude to work. Two, when they were at work, they were present. And we've all walked into the you know, retail environments where people ask us how we are, but they're not looking at us. They don't really care. They're going through the motions. Being truly present, right? And that goes for being in an interview. Be present when you're being interviewed. Or if you're the person interviewing, make sure you're present. Number two is all about having fun at work. It's, it's given that when people are having fun, um, people have enjoy themselves, the day goes quicker, they build emotional connections with their coworkers, with the customers, and the business prospers. And number four, probably one of the most hardest things to do is make a customer's day. And that's easier said than done. How can you actually make a customer's day? So Fish by Steve London, the resource, when looking at great people in an organization, it's all about making sure that they choose their attitude when they come to work, they are present when they're at work, they're having fun when they're at work, and they're constantly working on how they can make a customer's day. Without great people, you don't have a business. So for me, it's always been around working on my internal people before it even comes down to working with my customers. Good people land great customers. If you don't have the right people within your organization, if you don't have the right people sitting on the right seats of the bus, you can not build a successful business. The backbone of your business are your people. You need to love, care, be attentive, but more importantly, you need to know your people. You need to know what makes them happy. and You need to know that all of person comes to work. So I'm gonna leave you with one final tip. How about getting everybody in your organization to write down what they want to achieve in the next 12 months in their personal, professional, and family life? One or two things in each area of their life, and if they'd like to, to share it amongst the team, but getting them to write it down does two things. Firstly, it gets them thinking about all three areas of their life, 
But two, it helps each other um, understand each other, which helps build a great organization. Remember, it's all about people. Without great people, you have nothing. Be the best you can be. Until next time, signing out.